as we worship God together today. Uh, if you are visiting with us or if you have any prayer requests, we encourage you to fill out this piece of paper in your bulletin, and we will follow up with you accordingly. Um, on the subject of prayer, uh, we have noticed that since we've moved into this building, uh, probably due to the spatial constraints, when we offer to have prayer in the back for people who might want prayer while they're here, uh, absolutely zero have come back for prayer during the time we've been in this building. So we're going to change that up a little bit over the next few weeks, and we're going to do that a little bit differently. Um, we're going to begin at 945 with a 15-minute session of conversational prayer. If you are in need of prayer, you're invited to come early. If you just want to pray, you're invited to come early and be here for that prayer time. Um, then uh, we will have people available after the service, uh, probably in the library uh, for anyone who's in need of prayer while you're here. So we will try to do it that way just to better facilitate anyone who would like prayer, but doesn't feel comfortable standing in a room full of people asking for prayer. And we'll see uh, how that goes. And if anybody takes us up on that, and then we'll adjust accordingly. But uh, that's, you know, because we're flexible. That's what Presbyterian means in the original Greek. Actually, it means boring, but that's not important right now. Um, so uh, again, communicate your prayer requests with us, and we will uh, get back to you and let you know that we're in prayer for your needs. Um, come early. If you want to come early, come 30 minutes early, we will pray with you um, or stay after and we'll pray with you. Uh, let's see. You can always go to our website to figure out what's going on around here and click through to our uh, online portal if you would like and find each other, update information, etc. Um, today, chili cook-off, Exactly. The coveted apron probably doesn't even fit me, but that's not important right now. Um, but there it is. We're competing for putting your name on here. Our latest winner uh, is on here somewhere. Where's Wes? There he is. Top right. What? There he is. Wesley True 2022. Um, and then uh, several others on here. So feel free to try and add your name to the coveted apron. Uh, we will have lunch following the service. Uh, stick around, head to the back. You'll be given an egg carton with 12 samples of chili inside. Uh, taste as many as you want. And then you'll have a ballot along with that that's lined up one through six at the top, seven through 12 at the bottom. That's good math. Um, and, uh, and then you just circle the one you like the best, uh, and we'll take it from there. We'll tally the votes. And after the Russian interference, we'll determine who the winner is. All right. Any questions, comments, snide remarks, anyone? All right. Did you enter? You're going down in flames. I'm taking no prisoners. I don't care how cute you are. You're going down in flames. All right. We'll see. Brr.
All right. Um, okay. This Tuesday night on Zoom, there will be, we will be starting a Zoom in Bible study. Dr. True is going to come forward and explain as, explains it to us so as we understands it. Okay, so um, here's some information about about this Bible study. Uh, uh, let me just say a couple of words about why you might be why you might be interested. Um, so what we're going to be doing, and it's a six week study. It's on Zoom, so hopefully accessible to to anyone uh, without having to actually come here. Uh, we're going to be going through key scriptures uh, over the next six weeks, and there's the focus on two each of those six weeks. So total of 12. Uh, this wheel uh, hits a lot of the different themes of what those scriptures are talking about. And so we'll spend time talking about what these different Bible verses mean, but it's it's overlaid in a, in a context. There's a, there's a system called the Topical Memory System that a, a, an organization called the Navigators has put together. It's been in existence for many, many years. Um, and it's a very structured way to work yourself through uh, important biblical structure uh, scriptures that talk about key things that we believe. And it's also structured in a way that if you want to memorize some of these scriptures, the system is there to do that in a, in a structured manner. And so by all means, not required that you memorize, but we're going to provide the opportunity for those who are interested in learning uh, about, uh, you know, what are some good verses to memorize? You will have the opportunity to, to do it. It's not required to have the book, um, but uh, we'll we'll talk more about that on Tuesday night if you're interested in, in getting it. Um, but, you know, really, this is kind of geared towards, okay, if you've gone through Discover Hope, if you've started coming uh, and you're wondering, well, what's next? How do I learn more about what the Bible the Bible teaches? This is a good way uh, to do it in a, in a systematic way. Um, we're initially just talking about six weeks. Uh, there's opportunity for it to go to hold different sessions of six weeks in the future. Uh, but this is how we're going to start just six weeks. So it's easy to do. Uh, please come and join us. And if you have any questions whatsoever, uh, I'm, I'm leading it with Joe Novak and John Dunn uh, as well. So Excellent. All right. Thank All right. You. Thanks doc. Yes, of course. Judy Harrell said many years ago, which in her case, could only mean like 10 years ago. You're in our youth group, Judy. Great. So Judy is just explaining that at her EPC church in Memphis, for those of you who are on Zoom, uh, they went through this Navigator series, and she's just blessed by how often in, in life those remembrances of those scriptures are applicable and current and recalled at just the right time. Uh, so just it's a, it's a great uh, thing to be engaged in. Um, and like Mark said, if, if uh, the thought of memorizing things just throws you off. Um, so I'll give the opposite testimony, Judy. When I came to Christ in like 1983, somebody handed me that Navigator's uh, memory guide thing. 
and I just put it in a drawer and it's been completely useless that way. So that's what I did with it. Um, I should have done what you did with it, but I didn't. So now maybe I can. How's that? Yeah. And I would right. say, regardless, oh, back. regardless of whether somebody chooses to memorize these or not, there's value in just talking about what. Yes, those scriptures will be discussed and engaged in. Um, and uh, that will be the emphasis of the time on, on Zoom. But uh, you will be free to further engage those scriptures throughout the week if you so choose to do so. Do you get to come back on Zoom and show off if you memorized it? Uh, there will be an opportunity uh, to do that. And of course, if you're on Zoom, you could be reading it and nobody would know the difference. So there you go. So there's that. There you go. Um, uh, Zoom in and see how good my scripture memory is. There's, there's value in reading God's word. That's All right. That's right. Wonderful. All right. Uh, there are two reboot courses going on here at Hope right now, but those are now closing or closed. Like if you're not already in, it's too late to jump in, but just those are going on. Um, and then we have a, uh, a sermon series coming up starting in March that I believe the Sign Up Genius will be open for today. Is March 5th two Sundays from now? Okay. So so the Sign Up Genius is open. I sent out the link this week in an all-church email. And uh, here's, what, here's what you need to do for March 5th. Go on to the link, click it, go to the Sign Up Genius, sign up to bake some of these hamatashins, I think is what they're called. It's a Jewish pastry that is part of the celebration of the Feast of Purim, which is a remembrance of what God did through Esther in the Old Testament. And um, then that festival will be celebrated in a, uh, will be explained during the sermon time that Sunday, and will be celebrated afterwards as we parade down the hall with our kids and others in costumes of sorts, uh, and then we will have some good eats at the other end, all right? So good fellowship, good fun, and biblical learning all at the same time. It's possible, I promise. Um, but that sign-up will be available today, and then each Sunday following, a new sign-up will be available two weeks out from the coming Sunday, where you can sign up to bring uh, traditional, we'll, we'll have recipes for those things all in those links. You can click on them and find the recipes, and you can sign up to, to make and bring uh, something each of those weeks of that series that will culminate on Thursday night, April the 6th, is that correct? Um, with a Passover Seder, that's the meal that Jesus was eating with the 12 disciples when he, we call the Last Supper. And so you'll get to sit down and have the traditional Jewish meal that Jesus was, was eating with his disciples when he said, this is my body, which is broken for you. And this is my blood, which is shed for the forgiveness of sins. And so um, that will be the final Jewish festival that we will celebrate. And so March, whatever that is, 5th, is the actual date of Purim on the Jewish calendar. So we will celebrate that at the right spot. And then we will miscelebrate other Jewish festivals on the, all the wrong dates for the subsequent month. And then we will celebrate Passover on the correct date. Um, 
that week of Easter, Holy Week, um, because it was on uh, the Thursday, well, presumably Thursday before Easter Sunday that Jesus ate the Last Supper with his disciples. And so we're going to do it that way. Uh, it's going to get a little Jewish around here, but it's okay. Your, your Messiah was Jewish. You can handle this. Um, and uh, all right. And then we have a women's gathering coming up March 18th. Um, and this is a uh, bring us bring something to share and maybe a helmet and some elbow pads because Bunko will be, will break out at some point that evening. And I'm told I've never played Bunko, but I'm told it can get a little rough at Hope Church when the women play Bunko. So you've been warned. What, what are you what are you glaring at me for? It's been a while. All right. Okay. All right. I don't believe you. Well, no, it's been a while, but I don't believe that you're rusty. You're going to, you're going to come out swinging. Just kidding. Whatever. It's all good. We're just having fun. All right. So that's coming up. And at that event, that event's just, it's going to be for fun and fellowship. And there'll be some announcements at that event of some other opportunities for gathering for women that will go beyond that. So those things are in the works. That's what's coming up. Any questions, comments, snide remarks? Danny, you didn't enter the chili contest, did you? Oh, right. Yeah, you would have just brought your mom's chili con carne and tried to win that way. All right. <laughs> yes. There are rumors circulating that people are dumping things into my chili. Uh, I need one of those locking lids for my pot of chili. Um, sabotage, Russian interference, whatever. I can take it. I'll still win. Um, <laughs> I'm humble, Danny. I'm humble. Just ask me. I'll tell you how humble I am. Love to tell people how humble I am. All right. Um, Pastor, ven acá, por favor. Yes, we will. If you are in fifth grade or younger, you are invited forward for our children's chat at this time. How are y'all doing this morning? Here, hold on to that. I mean, that's the only time you're going to get to touch it, so... <laughs> Uh, your your pastor should be nicer. I'm sorry. Good. Fair. Bring it. How are y'all doing today? Well, don't sound so excited. Are you ready to taste the winning chili? All right, we'll see. We'll see. So let's see. How do you know that light is real? How do you know that light is real? Because you can see it. Okay. Um, how do you know that music is real? Because you can hear it. How do you know that that my chili is good? Because you can taste it. 
right? <laughs> Piper fell for it. It's all right. Yes. All right. Um, how do you know that the wind is real? You could, you could feel it, like it might move your hair. How do you know that God is real? Because he's in your heart. Okay. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good answer. All right. So I want to tell you about someone named Thomas. Do you know what my, my name is? Pastor Tom. And Tom comes from Thomas. All right. So this is a Thomas that was in the Bible. Um, I didn't know him. I went to a different high school from him. But anyway, um, this is uh, from the Gospel of John, chapter 20. And it says, now Thomas, one of the 12, meaning one of the 12 disciples called the twin, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, we have seen the Lord. But he said to them, unless I see in his hands the mark of the nails and place my finger into the mark of the nails and place my hand into his side, I will never believe. Does that sound like a good Christian to you? No, not a very good one. He said he would never believe unless he could touch the wounds that Jesus suffered on the cross. All right. And so listen to what Jesus does. Eight days later, his disciples were inside again, and Thomas was with them. And although the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, put your finger here and see my hands and put out your hand and place it in my side. Do not disbelieve, but believe. And Thomas answered him, my Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, you have believed because you have seen me. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. So God wants us, even though Jesus died and was raised from the dead and ascended to heaven a long time ago, Jesus, God still wants us to believe that Jesus is real. And we know that because we find forgiveness in him. We find love and grace and forgiveness and peace. And how long does that love, forgiveness, grace, and peace last? Forever. I think you get it. Algo aguantar para los niños. Estás vivo. <laughs> Creo que terminé. Yo, está bien. Estás celoso. No. Debe ser. Algo decir a los niños. Algo más. Sí. Del pasaje que usted leyó. Sí. Oh. Bueno, quiero que le recuerde a ellos. Ponte aquí al lado para que okay. les puedes ver. Bueno, quería decirle que a pesar de pasar por momentos difíciles en la vida, Pastor Miguel wants to tell you that sometimes you will go through difficult times in life. Aunque sintamos miedo a veces, sometimes we feel scared. Tengamos algunas dudas, sometimes we have doubts. Jesús siempre va a estar con nosotros. Jesus will always be with us. Él va a quitar todos nuestros miedos. ¿Y qué? Va a quitar todos nuestros temores. Jesús va a quitar todos nuestros temores. Oh, he will take away all our fears. 
y va a poner fe todos los días en nosotros. And he gives us faith to believe in him every day. Amen. Can I pray for you guys before you go for hope, hope, before you go to hope for kids? Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for these precious children. Thank you for the gift that they are to our families, our church, our lives. We just pray your blessing over them as they spend time in your word and hope for kids. Fill them with your Holy Spirit and lead them into a deeper understanding of how much you love them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Y'all have a great time. And we'll see you at the chili cook-off when you will lose. Did I say that out loud? Sometimes I say out loud what I'm thinking. No one's listening. <laughs> okay. Oramos. Sí. Te toca. Oramos. Tu primero. Nuestro Dios, gracias por esta mañana. Gracias por estar en esta hermosa iglesia. Thank you, Lord, for this morning and for being here in this beautiful church. Gracias por tu compañía todos los días. Thank you for your company every day. Queremos tu bendición al estudiar tu palabra. We pray your blessing over our study of your word. Que hables a mi vida, a la vida de mis hermanos. Over our lives and the lives of our brothers. Que al salir de este lugar salgamos comprometidos y desafiados a vivir para ti, Señor. That we will leave here uh, more committed and uh, joyful to serve you. Danos tu gracia y tu abrazo en esta mañana. Give us your grace and your embrace this morning. En el nombre de Jesús. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, Pastor Miguel is the pastor of our sister church in Camajuani, Cuba. Can you say Camajuani? Not bad. ¿Cómo hicieron? Bien. Bien. Okay. <laughs> um, and Camajuani uh, is a small town. ¿Cuánta gente? Como 24,000. About 24,000 people. And it's a town divided. There's a, I think it's like, is it a canal that divides the Sapos from the Chivos? Or a street? So there's a street that, that divides the town. One side is called the Frogs. And the other side is called the Goats. And then they have baseball games and soccer games and festivals where they compete against each other. And... Uh, Eres de los sapos. No toca los sapos. <laughs> Pastor Miguel is a toad. <laughs> it's not frogs and goats. I think it's toads. Por donde vivimos, por donde vivimos. Yeah. Eso explica la rana. Sí. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> sí soy. Sí soy. <laughs> no, no es fácil, Daniel. <laughs> okay. Te toca. Sí. Bueno, antes de ir a la palabra, eh, otra vez, muchas gracias, hermanos. Uh, before we get into the word, I just want to thank you all. Gracias por bendecirnos por estos casi 20 años en nuestra iglesia. Thank you for blessing us and our church for these 20 years. Y gracias también por bendecir a mi familia que está entre ustedes. And thank you for blessing my children who are here among you uh, as of late. Nosotros solamente estamos en posición de agradecer a ustedes, de verdad. We are just in a position to give thanks because of you. Y también al Pastor Tomás. And your awesome pastor. <laughs> no, de verdad que han, ustedes han sido muy especiales con nosotros. 
seriously, you all are all very special to us. Gracias, gracias también en nombre de Tatiana y de nuestra iglesia. Thank you, and thank you on behalf of my wife, Tatiana, and our church. Así que, para mí es un privilegio otra vez poder compartir algo de la palabra de Dios con ustedes. It is a great privilege for me to once again uh, share God's word with you. También gracias por su paciencia con mi español también al hablar con ustedes. And thank you for your patience, because I only speak Spanish. Lo siento. I'm sorry. Pero, esto, eso podemos cambiar. Sí, no. <laughs> Pero muchas gracias, mi hermano. Entonces, esta mañana quisiera que estuvieran ahí sus Biblias abiertas en el capítulo 20 del Evangelio de Juan. Would like you to open your Bibles to John chapter 20 that's printed in your bulletin and it'll be on the screen behind me as well. Y ahí vamos a estar del verso 19 al 29 mencionando algunos versos. And we're going to read verses 19 through 29. Y he titulado mi sermón Crisis. The title of my sermon is Crisis. Y quiero hablar un poquito acerca de las crisis que pueden venir a nuestra vida. I want to talk a little bit about the crises that can come into our lives. En los mejores momentos que podemos pasar pueden venir crisis. And the best ways for us to uh, conduct ourselves in the midst of crisis. Entonces, la, eh, en estos días, cada vez que leemos la palabra crisis, es una palabra de orden. ¿De qué? De orden. Hay crisis en la economía. There, we're, we're looking at, at crisis and the role of order. Crisis en la familia, crisis en la iglesia. Crisis in, in economics, in the family, in the church. Y los cristianos eh, también estamos enfrentando crisis hoy. And we as Christians are encountering crises today. Pero las crisis son grandes oportunidades but para nosotros buscar a Dios. But crises create great opportunities for us to look to God. Las crisis o nos acercan a Dios o nos alejan de Dios. And a, the crisis either draws us closer to God or drives us away from God. Depende como nosotros enfrentamos la crisis y el sufrimiento en nuestra vida. It all depends or hinges upon how we face a crisis in our lives. Si en medio de la crisis del dolor nosotros nos enojamos con Dios. In the midst of a crisis, it is easy for us to be angry with God. Entonces podemos estar alejándonos de Dios. Cuando no veo a Dios en medio de esa crisis. When I don't see God in the midst of a crisis, it's easy for me to... Sin embargo, cuando veo que Dios, myself from God. cuando veo que la crisis es una oportunidad para buscar a Dios, the crisis is always an opportunity for us to look for God. Y que Dios está permitiendo eso en mi vida para bien de mí. And God is allowing this to pass through my life, wanting to draw out the best in me. Que es para su gloria también y para bien de mi vida. He wants, he wants, he's concerned with his glory and what is best for my life. Entonces no hay nada que esté pasando en nuestra vida que no tenga un propósito. There's nothing that happens in our lives that is not part of a greater purpose. Dios no hace ni permite algo que no tenga sentido. Uh, God doesn't allow anything to happen that he cannot speak meaning into. Como dice el libro de Romano, si algo pasa en mi vida, es para bien de mí. As Paul says in Romans, if anything happens in my life, it is for my good. 
Entonces la crisis también es una oportunidad para clamar a Dios, para buscar a Dios. It, crisis creates an opportunity for us to lay claim to God, for us to look to God. Eh, el cristiano ora más, lee más la Biblia y busca más a Dios cuando the, está pasando por una situación difícil. The Christian will pray more, will search his or her Bible more, will engage God more in the midst of a crisis. Ahora, la crisis también revela nuestro carácter. And crises also reveal our character. Porque nos dicen quiénes somos. It tells us who we are. Cuando todo está bien, gloria a Dios. When all is well, we give glory to God. Pero cuando pasamos situaciones difíciles, but when difficulties come, también debemos dar gloria a Dios. We must also give glory to God. Entonces hay algo importante. Eh, pueden venir crisis a nuestra vida. Uh, it's important to understand that crises will come to our lives. Y aún las crisis pueden venir después de buenos momentos en nuestra vida cristiana. And crises can even come in the wake of good times in our Christian life. Hubo hombres en el Antiguo Testamento. One, one man in the Old Testament. Que en el mejor momento de su vida. Who in the best point of his life. Pasaron por las crisis más duras de su vida también then went through the greatest crisis of his life. ¿Recuerdan el profeta Elías? ¿Quién? Elías, el profeta de fuego. Elías. Elías, Elías, el que descendió fuego del cielo. Is Elías Elijah? <laughs> el profeta yes. Elías. El profeta yes. Elías estaba en el mejor momento de su vida. Elijah was at the best point in his life. Él había hecho descender fuego del cielo. And he called down fire from heaven. Sí, había matado 450 profetas de Baal. Uh, 400 prophets of Baal uh, had been put to death by his... Y había librado la mayor batalla en el pueblo de Israel. And he had just fought one of the greatest battles in the history of Israel. Y Elías se creía que él era la gente más importante de Israel. And he what? Que era el más importante. Ahora Israel va a saber quién soy yo. Okay. And he felt like he was like the most important or should have felt like he was the most important person in Israel. Y Elías pensaba que él era alguien muy poderoso. And he thought he was someone powerful. Y cuando sucedió todo eso, una mujer. And after that, a woman. La malvada Jezabel le dijo, si mañana a esta hora estás en Jerusalén. Jezebel says to him, tomorrow if you come to, I will come from Jerusalem and kill you or something like Tú that. Tú vas a morir también. No, no, read your Bible, it's in there. <laughs> um, Pero quiero notar, venció 450 hombres y una sola mujer. Yeah, he, he overcame 400 enemies of God and then one woman brought him to vale más que 450 hombres son más fuertes he says one woman is stronger than 400 men lo I siento that's probably true. para los que estamos casados in a positive sense that's very true pero de verdad una mujer metió al gran hombre de Dios en la crisis más grande de su vida put, put a great man of God into the greatest crisis of his life y Elías sintió mucho miedo de ella 
and he was extremely afraid. Y dice que caminó 40 días. And he walked for 40 days. Y se metió en una cueva. And he hid in a cave. Y estuvo tres meses por miedo a esa mujer metido ahí. And he stayed there for three months out of fear of this woman. Hasta que Dios apareció y dijo, ¿qué has metido aquí, Elías? And until God came to him and said, what are you doing here? Hay muchas cosas que hacer. You have many things to do. Pero esa mujer le metió en una crisis. Entonces estaba en el mejor momento. Pasó por su peor momento de momento. So the point is that in the wake of your greatest moment can also come your greatest crisis. Entonces vamos a ver en la vida de los discípulos. Por unos minutos en el mejor momento de los discípulos. So we're going to see that in the in the greatest moment of the disciples when they were together. Vino la crisis más grande en la vida de ellos. Uh, then comes the Christ, the greatest crisis of their lives. Si usted lee Juan capítulo 20. If you'll read with me, John. El Señor Jesucristo 20, había resucitado de los muertos. We will see that Jesus is uh, resurrected from the dead. La resurrección de los muertos es la victoria más grande del cristianismo. The resurrection from the dead is the greatest victory of Christianity. Ellos deberían estar emocionados, debían haber salido a las calles y proclamar el Señor resucitó. They should be at a point of exaltation where they are going out into the streets and proclaiming that their Lord is risen. Deberían estar proclamando la victoria del cristianismo. They need to be proclaiming the victory of Christianity over death. Sin embargo, estaban pasando por crisis. Instead, they are and we see the opening of that crisis in verse 19 of John 20, where it says, On the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews. Entonces, la primera crisis que ellos enfrentaron después de Cristo haber resucitado fue la crisis del miedo a querer identificarse con Jesús. The first crisis they face in the wake of the resurrection is the crisis of fear, the fear of being associated with Jesus. Entonces, es increíble que después de algo tan especial como la resurrección, ellos tuvieran miedo de que los judíos le fueran a matar si Jesús estaba resucitado. After, after demonstrating that Christ has power over the grave through the resurrection, the disciples, instead of being emboldened by that, are cowering in fear uh, of, of being killed. Pero los cristianos pasa, tenemos miedos a veces. Sometimes as Christians we have fear. Entonces no estoy juzgando a los discípulos. We're not judging the disciples. Yo no tengo miedo hoy decir que soy de Jesús. I don't have fear right now to y estoy, tell you that I'm of Christ. Y estoy dispuesto a morir por mi Señor. And I, I want to say that I'm prepared to die for my Lord. Sin embargo, tengo otros miedos. But I certainly have other fears. A veces tenemos miedo a la soledad. Sometimes uh, we're afraid of being alone. A enfermarnos of infirmity a la muerte of death a un desastre natural a un virus a natural disaster a virus al nido vacío que se vayan los hijos a what 
a perder, perder un ser querido cuando los hijos salen de la casa. Tenemos muchos temores. Fear of the well-being of our stupid kids. <laughs> no, <laughs> nosotros sí, <laughs> nosotros sí, <laughs> muchos miedos. Eh, entonces no estoy juzgando a los discípulos. En algún momento not, de nuestra vida pasamos por temores y por miedos. Somos humanos. We're human. Y a veces estamos, aunque somos hijos de Dios, a veces estamos rodeados de mucha incertidumbre y temor. Yeah, whatever he said. We're children, we're children of God, but we still face fears. Bueno, la segunda crisis que enfrentaron los discípulos fue ocho días después también. Comes eight days later. Y fue en la vida de Tomás. And it, it's, it involves Thomas. Tomás no estaba cuando el Señor apareció. Y los discípulos dijeron, al Señor hemos visto. And they told him, We've seen the Lord. Y él dijo, si no veo, no creo. And he says, if I haven't seen him, I'm not going to believe. Y esa es la crisis de la duda. And this is the crisis of doubt. Y le tocó a Tomás, que era el que no estaba. And it falls upon Thomas, who wasn't there. Pero podía haber sido cualquier otro discípulo. But it could befall any other disciple. Y hay veces que hay predicadores y cristianos que juzgan mucho a Tomás. No a este Tomás, al Tomás de la Biblia. Uh, there are there are many Christian preachers who uh, come down really hard on Thomas, not this Thomas, but that, the Thomas in the Bible. Pero mientras yo preparaba el sermón, yo pensaba, yo también he pasado por dudas a veces. But uh, even as I was preparing this sermon, it occurred to me that I've been through times of doubt. ¿Quién de nosotros no se ha cuestionado su fe una vez? Who among us has never questioned their faith at least one time? Y hemos pensado, vale la pena ser cristiano. And wondered if it even, was even worth it to call ourselves a Christian. Hay vida después de la muerte. There's life after death. Van a resucitar los muertos. The dead will rise again. Existe un cielo. Heaven is real. Entonces, los cristianos también en algún momento de nuestra vida tenemos momentos de dudas. Uh, um, we can doubt all of those things at any moment of our lives. Y un cristiano cuando duda está pasando por una gran crisis. And any Christian who is doubting is passing through a time of crisis. Porque estamos dudando del poder de nuestro Señor. We're doubting the power of God. Estamos dudando de la grandeza de Dios. We're doubting the greatness of God. Pero podemos pasar por eso a veces. But we can go through these times. Y en tercer lugar, la tercera crisis que ellos pasaron está en el capítulo 21, en el versículo 1, cuando dijeron, nos vamos a pescar. Uh, the next crisis we see actually in the following chapter, in verse 1 of John chapter 21, uh, when they are told let's go when they say let's go fishing y no tenía nada de malo que ellos fueran a pescar nothing wrong with going fishing pero jesus le dijo ustedes no van a pescar más peces van a pescar hombres but jesus had told them you will no longer uh, go fishing for fish you will be fishing for men entonces ellos querían volver atrás querían volver a su oficio antiguo no querían enfocarse en lo que Jesús le había llamado. And so instead of 
instead of walking into their calling in Christ to fish for men, they return to their boats on the shore of Galilee and return to their uh, vocation of fishing for fish. Y para mí la crisis más grande que puede pasar un cristiano for me, the, the greatest crisis that can beset a Christian es is when we want to return to our life from before we knew Christ. Es después de haber vivido con Jesús. Es que? Después de haber tenido una experiencia con Cristo, querer considerar volver atrás. That after we've experienced Christ, we still want to return to the way we were before we knew him. Eso la Biblia dice que es como el perro que se come su propio vómito o la puerca se vuelve a lavar. No voy a traducir no. eso. <laughs> Pero es como he, la puerca lavada se enfanga. He's quoting a psalm es, es, that algo. says, as a dog returns to its vomit, so a man returns to es, his... Es una escena muy triste. Cuando alguien que ha conocido a Dios... It's just sad when someone who knows God... Está considerando la idea de volver al mundo de atrás. Is, entertaining the thought of returning to their life before Christ. Y como pastor le digo, hoy en día hay muchos cristianos. And as a pastor, I've seen many Christians que están regresando atrás. Who are re regressing. Líderes, pastores, están abandonando su lugar y están volviendo al mundo. Es triste. Leaders and pastors who are abandoning their callings and returning to the world. Hay hombres que han dejado su hogar Men, men who've left their families. Y tenemos sus esposas llorando porque le han abandonado, han regresado al mundo, y eso es muy triste. And leaving, leaving their wives in tears because they're returning to their old ways. Pero yo sé que ustedes son hombres y mujeres de Dios. But I know that you are men and women of God. Y que tenemos la promesa que nosotros no somos de aquellos que vamos a retroceder. And that we, you, we are the people of the promise who know that we're not going to regress. Sino de los que vamos a perseverar para preservación del alma. That we will persevere in our faith for the preservation of our souls. Entonces, mis hermanos, quiero dejarles algunas enseñanzas de este pasaje para ver cómo podemos enfrentar las crisis de nuestra vida por diez minutitos. I want to give you, a, to spend a few minutes just talking about... Uh, some things that you can take into the crises in your own life out of this passage. Y lo primero que veo en ese pasaje, the first thing I see here, es que no podemos ignorar, we cannot ignore, que los cristianos vamos a pasar por crisis mientras estemos en esta vida. That we as Christians are not going to avoid going through crises. El hecho de ser cristiano no nos exime de pasar por crisis. Being a Christian means we're going to go through crisis. Aún el hecho de que seamos fieles y vivamos en santidad no nos exime de pasar por crisis. Just because we are living faithfully uh, in relationship with God doesn't mean that we will not face crises. Es más, a veces, mientras más fieles somos, más situaciones y más crisis vienen a nuestra vida. You could even say that the more faithful we are, the more crisis that will come into our lives. Porque nuestra fidelidad y nuestra integridad nos puede traer problemas en nuestra vida. ¿ves? Because our faith and our integrity as Christians can actually create crises in, in our Pero lives. Pero si por ser fiel y amar a Dios. But to be faithful and to love God. Tengo que pasar por el sufrimiento y la crisis. Soy feliz. 
even though I go through the suffering of a crisis, I can have joy. Entonces, la gran realidad es que vamos a pasar por situaciones difíciles. Um, we can just know that we will go through. Y mientras estemos times. en este mundo, nos vamos a enfermar. Van, in, this, in this world, we will get sick. Van a venir situaciones de dolor, de sufrimiento. Pain and suffering will come. Estamos de este lado de la eternidad todavía. We're still on this side of eternity. Pero un día eso va a acabar. But one day this will change. Ahora, es verdad que pasamos por crisis. It is true that we will pass through crisis. Pero para mí la bendición más grande en ese pasaje es. But for me, the, the great blessing in this passage is. Que no va a haber una crisis en mi vida. That there will not come a crisis in my life. Que el Señor Jesucristo no va a estar conmigo todos los días hasta el final. In which my Lord Jesus Christ will not be with me in every moment. En una iglesia pentecostal, todo el mundo decía, amén. If you were a Pentecostal <laughs> church, you would have all said amen right there. Vamos a pasar por crisis. We will go through crisis. Pero tenemos la promesa de Jesús. But we have the promise of Christ. Que nos va a acompañar en nuestras crisis todos los días. That he will be with us in our crisis every day. No sé cuál es la crisis que está pasando ahora. I don't know what crisis you're passing through. No sé si tienes miedo, si estás dudando. Fear, doubt. Si quieres volver atrás, if you want to regress in your faith, o la que estés pasando, or whatever is happening, la promesa es, Jesús no te va a dejar. The promise is, Jesus is not going to let you Él go. Él ha prometido estar con nosotros todos los días. And that promised one is with us every day. Hasta el fin del mundo. Until the end of the, until the, end of the age. Cuando los discípulos, amén. <laughs> Cuando los discípulos tuvieron miedo, ¿quién apareció? When the disciples felt and experienced doubt, pasó las paredes. Who appeared? Jesus. Jesus. Aquí estoy. ¿Por qué tienen miedo? Here I am. Why are you afraid? No teman, manada pequeña. Don't fear over these little things. Yo estoy con ustedes. I am with you. Si pasas por el fuego, no te vas a quemar. If you pass through the fire, si you will not Si pasas por el río, no te vas a negar. If you pass through the, the river, you will si not Si pasas por las aguas, no te vas a ahogar. And whatever that was. Yo estaré con ustedes siempre. I will be with you always. Amen. Así que cuando alguien <laughs> siente miedo, la promesa es el abrazo de Jesús. Whenever we feel fear, we should know that the next thing we will feel is the embrace of God. Cuando Tomás tenía duda, ¿quién apareció? When Thomas expressed his doubt, who appeared? Jesús. Y le dijo, ven, mete tu mano. Pero duró ocho días. Ocho días. Sí. Pero Jesús lo dejó ahí que, que pasara ¿Qué, ahí. ¿Qué es eso? Para que luchara con su duda. <laughs> <laughs> pero, pero apareció. Yeah, I, I just, I just interrupted him to say, you know, he's like, well, when Thomas had doubt, who showed up? And I'm like, well, yeah, but eight days later. He goes, we, Así es Dios. Left him sitting there. Así es Dios. Nos deja pasar a veces por yeah, la prueba. God will, God will let us pass through these things. Pero la idea es, hermano, cuando estamos dudando y estamos cuestionando nuestra fe, el Señor nos está abrazando también y poniendo fe. We en can always vida. know that whatever we're going through, God is always embracing us. La fe es don de Dios. The what? La fe es el es don de Dios. Nos está dando fe todos los días para que creamos más en él. Our faith is, is what secures us, 
is a gift from God. That'll work. Okay. Y cuando ellos se fueron a pescar, ¿quién apareció en la playa? And when they went back to go fishing, who was there in the beach? Jesús y con un pescado asado afuera. And Jesus and he was he was cooking fish. Ellos fueron en busca de provisión. Jesús dijo, aquí está todo listo. And they were out looking to provide for themselves. And he said, here's all you need. Entonces eso nos dice que cuando nosotros estamos considerando la idea de volver atrás, el Señor aparece para dar lo que nosotros necesitamos, su when, provisión. When we are contemplating ways to regress in our faith, there Jesus is waiting to embrace us. Todos sabemos que estamos en las manos de Dios y nadie nos puede arrebatar de la mano de Jesús. We need to remember that we are in God's hands and no one can take us out of the hands of Jesus. Si usted es de Dios, nunca, nunca se va a separar de Dios. The one who is in Christ will never, never be separated from Christ. Porque él no te va a dejar salirte de él. He's not going to let you get away. Somos su propiedad. We are his property. Él nos tiene esculpido en las palmas de sus manos. And he has shown that he paid the price for our sins on the palm of his hands. Y nunca nos va a abandonar. And he will never abandon us. Y tenemos su promesa que estará con nosotros. And we have his promise that he will always be with us. Entonces, mis hermanos, qué rico saber estas verdades. And my brethren, how how rich it, a truth it is to know these things. Que no estamos solos. That we are not alone. Jesús le dijo en alguna ocasión, mi paz os dejo, mi paz os doy. Uh, Jesus told his disciples on another occasion, my, pa my peace I leave with you. My lo saludó con la paz. He greets us with his paz peace. a vosotros. Porque peace to you. Jesús sabe que lo que más necesita un cristiano cuando está pasando por crisis experimentar la paz de Dios. Because God knows that the thing you need the most when you're going through crisis is to experience his peace. Y la promesa es and the promise is cuando estamos pasando por crisis when we're going through a crisis nosotros tenemos la paz de Dios. We have the peace of God. Tenemos su eterno solaz. We have his eternal solace. Y esa paz que nos acompaña, que sobrepasa todo entendimiento humano. ¿Cómo? Y en los, la paz de Dios sobrepasa todo dolor, todo entendimiento humano, todo este the mundo. The peace of God overcomes all pain, all the results of our crises. Así que, mis hermanos, a pesar de si estás pasando por el dolor o el sufrimiento, tú y yo tenemos la paz de Dios. So please know, brethren, that when you are passing through uh, a crisis, you always have the peace of God. Dios los bendiga. May God bless you. Dios los ayude para poder de verdad nosotros disfrutar la paz en medio de cualquier dolor. And may God be with you in such a way that you experience his peace in the midst of whatever pain you're in. Y Jesús le dijo a los suyos, como el Padre me envió, Así yo los envío. And he said to his followers, as God sent me, so I send you. Así que hombres que habían pasado por crisis. So that men and women who've been through crisis. Fueron las personas que Dios mandó. Are the same people that God sends 
para que extendieran su reino hasta lo último de la tierra. So that they can extend his, his kingdom to the ends of the earth. Entonces, mis hermanos, nosotros, ustedes, you all, que hemos my sido brothers, personas que a veces hemos pasado por crisis, those who have been through crises, somos las personas que tenemos que salir, we are the people who must go, y decirle a otras personas, and tell others, que hay un Dios, that there is a God, que les puede ayudar, who can help, en sus crisis, in their crisis, y que es más grande que lo que ellos is, están pasando, who is greater than whatever is befalling them. Dios les bendiga, mis hermanos. May God bless you all. Y a pesar de pasar por lo que pasemos, and we go through what we go through, tenemos la ayuda de Dios, el okay. abrazo de Dios, la gracia de Dios. We have God's grace. We have God's embrace. Cualquiera que sea nuestra situación. Whatever situation we're passing through. Dios les bendiga. May God bless you. Oramos. Sí. Yo primero. Sí. Father God, we Thank you for the gift of your word. We thank you for the truth that you are there. When we fear, when we doubt, when we regress in our faith, you show up. You bring us back to the place where we understand that you are a God who is greater than our fears, our doubts, our lack of faith our temptations, that your love is greater, that your peace transcends who we are and connects us to that which lies ahead for eternity, life in your presence, joy eternal, the truth that you are the one who will lay to rest all the worries of this world, bring peace to our hearts, and that we are secure in your arms forever. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you that you are our God. And that under all the crises that we pass through, we have the great promise que tú estarás con nosotros that you are with us todos los días every day hasta el fin del mundo until the end of the age y que las situaciones de nuestra vida and that the situations of our life son para bien de nosotros are for our good y para tu gloria and for your glory descansamos en tus promesas help us to rest in your promises y disfrutamos tu paz en medio de las situaciones de la vida and to enjoy your peace in the midst of the situations of our lives. Ayúdanos para poder proclamarle este mundo. Help us to proclaim to the world around us que hay un Dios that there is a God que es más grande que sus crisis. that is greater than our crises en Jesucristo. in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Gracias, hermano. Gracias. One, two.